on today's episode of 4AM Motivations. We once again have on Joshua Paul, our lead consultant here at Mazara Coaching and Consulting, as we go ahead and recap the entire series on the power of consistency. Not only how the 30-day challenge went for Joshua, but also his biggest takeaways from the series as well. We also announce our next series of what you can expect for the next 30 days and how to end this year off strong. Today is the last recap episode of this Power of Consistency series. We will pick up again with our next series next Monday. Enjoy. Good morning. I am Chris Mazzara, and this is 4AM Motivations, a podcast that is completely and totally dedicated to your growth. Now, it is currently 4.24 in the morning um, because, again, if you don't know, we're not only called 4AM Motivations, but we film at 4 a.m. And once again, I'm sitting here with my co-host, Joshua Paul, and we are blessed because he has been taking on this journey that we've been set on with the series of the power of consistency, where we have all been tasked and challenged to take on a new habit for 30 straight days. So we're going to get to hear some of Josh's insights in terms of how it's been going for him, maybe some of his takeaways of, of overall the series itself. But first... Joshua, how are you feeling, man? What are some internal thoughts happening on this new morning now that really 4 a.m. is not a surprise for you anymore? Yeah, you know, um, the clocks went back, yep. so it's a little bit of an advantage mm-hmm. right now. So if you wanted to be a part of the 4 a.m. club, now's the time to do it. Mm. You just got an extra hour yeah. um, back in your in your body clock, yep. so to speak. Um, how am I feeling, man? I'm feeling ready, ready, for, uh, ready for the week, you know? So Joshua sends me these texts throughout the week because last time he was here, he was just starting off the 4 a.m. routine. I was, only a week into it. And now he sends me these texts at 4 a.m. showing me that he is, you know, this is not new for him. It's not hard for him any longer. <laughs> it's still a challenge, right? But it, it's exciting. It's exciting. I like the ones that are before 4. Yes. Those are the ones. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Those are the ones that are exciting. He's on it. Hey, you still sleeping? <laughs> I'm going to set my clock for 2 o'clock in the morning and then just wake up and go, (laughs) get it started now. Yeah. Go back to sleep. (laughs) What's the, so I heard your routine last time, but now that you're essentially incorporated it, or you've incorporated it, what's the routine been like or how's it been going? Yeah, so um, I got a whiteboard. I put it up in my home office and I've got it written out now. Mm -hmm. So it helps me to focus my evening and my mornings, right? Consistently, right? As you're talking about the power of consistency, things that you can repeat. So whatever you're doing, choose to make it as repeatable as possible. For me, like I need to write it down. I got to attach timestamps to each item I'm doing, right? Because you'd be surprised. You wake up at four, all of a sudden it's nine. Right. Like it moves very, very, very quickly. Absolutely. So um, wake up, smoothie. I try to, I like, I love alliteration, right? So I try to do as much S, S happens to be the, the, the letter of the alphabet that my schedule in the morning stands nice. on. I'm just stuck on S now. Yep. So it'll start. Obviously, you do things you do when you wake up in the morning. I don't really do the squats and push-ups anymore because I have a longer mm. setup in the morning. So, you know, obviously, you do the swirl. That's brushing the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's normal things that you've made. Just brushing the teeth. <laughs> Washing the face. <laughs> then you go out and you make a smoothie. Nice. There you go. You got crush the smoothie. Got a little timestamp on the smoothie. After the smoothie is a stretch. Okay. So you got a stretch routine. I've, I've incorporated. I have like a 17 to 24 minute stretch routine that I'll do depending on how I feel. But I'll do this every day, every morning. Um, after the stretch routine, I'll get into the scriptures. Mm, great. So um, 
So I get to do that. What I love about scripture time is other than obviously the scripture is I also have like Norma Tech legs or Norma Tech ice and heat wrap. Yeah. So like while I am reading, I'm also getting to help my recovery yeah. or warm up of my body. Yeah. I go and I do strength. Mm-hmm. So I go do the workout. Um, after the workout, do another stretch. And then it's game on. I love that the alliteration thing is not, you didn't have this prepared for the podcast. This is just something you do for yourself. <laughs> You're not talking to people about it. You just said, all right, I want, I want seven S's to my morning. No, I'm just like, what are things I got to do? All right, what is that with an S in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> that's not like a random word that's like going to be in a spelling contest, you know? <laughs> that's phenomenal. Um, so let's get into what we are here for, my friend. Now, when it comes to this Power of Consistency series, uh, I think it's been awesome just to see people take on a new task. I think what is awesome about that is that a lot of times we have these tasks, these actions, these things that are calling to us that we've been putting off for so long Mm -hmm. Um, and might be in the book that was on our heart or, yeah, I want to get into the the stretching, consistent, whatever it is for people. But it's been awesome to see people take it on and actually progress through it. Yeah. Maybe it was perfect. Maybe it wasn't perfect. doesn't matter. They, yeah. They're getting into something that they've been putting off. So yeah. it's been great to see. Um, how has this series been going for you? What's been what you've taken on on this 30-day challenge? And uh, maybe some of your takeaways. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I think we are coming out of the first season, which I think you've been doing a good job of organizing the information flow. Well, why does mastering your mornings, why is that important? You really got to understand the significance of a morning. Yeah. You know, you can get a whole lot more done if you wake up 15 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier, an hour earlier, two hours earlier. Man. Uh, so I think just open, unlocking that thought, you know, is the first domino in this chain of events. So understanding how to master your mornings, the significance of a morning. And really, it starts the night before. Yes, sir. How are you ending your day? will set up how you start your next day. And that, that, that now starts with uh, Series 2, The Power of Consistency. And it's so funny, um, in the last, I guess, month or several weeks, right, it's, I've learned that the harder your morning is, the easier your day will be. How are you challenging yourself in the morning? And so some of the things that stood out to me in Series 2 is do hard things. The willingness to do the hard thing. Uh, we heard a little bit about this yesterday, right? Not looking for the, oh, okay, I've made it. Now I can coast. Mm. You know, we mm. don't need to be people that are coasting. We could be advancing in one way or another in our life. We should always feel um, the call of a day. We should yeah. always feel the weight of a day. Um, time is meant to be used. Whether yeah. it's philanthropic. Man, today I'm going to go and I'm just going to mentor kids all day. Mm. I can't wait to mentor these six kids today. I can't wait to meet little Jimmy, Jessica, you know, James. Like, I can't wait. I don't know why they were all Jays, but like, you know, (laughs) but like, I can't wait to go. Let me lesson prep or how can I be creative? But we should be always deploying our talents, our creativity, our energy and focus on something. And so anyway, number one, uh, do hard things. The commitment comes before the consistency. Yeah. You've made your mind up that I'm going this direction and I will not turn from it. Mm. So the deciding comes before the doing. So in a lot of ways, if you master your morning, you can be refocusing your deciding. Yeah. This is what I've decided and I'm going to keep deciding this again today. I'm going to bed now because I decided to do that yesterday, this morning, and again today. You're renewing that commitment. Yeah. In the beginning and the end of every day. 
Um, I like that you talked about feeling future feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like visualizing mm -hmm. the outcome, you know, what it would be like to cross the marathon finish line. What would it feel like to not cross the marathon? Yes, sir. The marathon finish line, you know. So some of these things, uh, the weight of words, right? And so speaking life over yourself, right? These affirmations. And in a lot of ways, like the prophetic of like like yesterday, you can ask my wife how many times I said, babe, I'm waking up tomorrow at 3.30. Mm -hmm. I got to wake up tomorrow at 3.30. Not right now. <laughs> I got to wake up tomorrow or I got to leave the house at 3.30. I got to be up at 3. And she's like, well, you know, you got to stop backing it up an hour. <laughs> you know? She's like, this is getting Wait, out this, of this hand. This is getting out of hand. Six became five and five became four. Now we're at three. What is this? Yeah. She's like, yeah, you're encroaching on my life, you know? <laughs> So it's, it's, but every time I'm saying that, my body is hearing it and it's, and it's going, no, we have to be up yes, sir. at three. So the weight of words and speaking life, right? Oh, I gotta be up at three. Right. Mm, so good. Oh man, will I get up at three? Oh man, you know, as long as I'm up by 3.30, right. I guess, you know, now I've already begun to compromise. Negotiating with your word right, right. away, yeah. So uh, feeling the future feelings, the weight of words, uh, managing your mind. You know, if you want to be consistent in anything, you're going to have to do it over time. Yeah. And the challenge with doing anything over time is life comes at you hard. Yeah. You can do your best to plan. You can do your best to prepare. But even now, like I'm, I'm thinking about even with my marathon training, I, got, I have a setback with my knee. Right. right? I just, I, I did a half marathon just about two and a half weeks ago. And then my knee now is like, there's something with the patella or something or other. I don't know the names of anatomy. But um, uh, but now I'm in physical. I'm, I went to a PT, right? And they're gonna help me restrengthen. But it's like I have to take a rest for two weeks, right? And so life comes at you, and you can't always plan for everything. And so it's like you have to be able uh, to manage the mind in the middle, right? So it's like you know. So I gotta fight the thoughts. Well, though, if I can't get the mileage in for the next ten days, yeah, how do I make it? I mean, some of you were asking me, are you gonna get on a bike? You know, are you gonna swim? Maybe both. And then I go, man, that's a lot more time and doing cardio yeah right and so well now i need to prepare well, do i got swim trunks you know and i gotta build that where do i put that into my day and what's the frequency so i would say those are the things that really jumped out the power of consistency but I, you know i'm i'm i appreciate it i'm inspired by it because really time tells all things yes sir time tells mm, all things. such a good quote i love a lot of the highlights in terms of how that stuck out to you so first of all, what was the task that you took on? The task that I took on was drum roll, brrr, ice plunge, cold plunge. Okay. You know, and this is a funny one, right? I, I'm a little sick. I love doing hard things. Yes, sir. I love someone's like, you can't do that. Right. Go, oh, really? <laughs> Says who? Like, are you God? Because last time I checked, yeah. I can do all things. There you go. Right? It's a bit of a stretch now, yeah. right? But like, I have that in me, right? Like, I'm like, wait, wait what? You know, um, so... I've been fighting the cold plunge thing for a long time. Right? You see it everywhere. Like you can see it on TV. You see it on socials. You see it on people's stories. And it's just like, all right, okay. But then, you know, you start read. I started reading through some of the benefits and the pros and the cons and just seeing some of the, the, the studies about when's best to do it. Do you do a pre-workout, post-workout, in the morning, in the evening? Like, what's the vibe? And so after reading all that, I'm like, well, you know, there's enough content out here from influencers and from, like, specialists that say, like, there's value here. Yeah. Um, you know, Wim Hof and uh, breathing techniques and all these things. Um, and I go, you know, all right. And then there's like the thought of like, uh, talk about doing hard things. So when extreme hot, extreme cold, 
your body responds differently. It releases different proteins and chemicals that help your body. And so I go, all right, let me try it. And by the way, it's a hard thing. Mm -hmm. It's super hard. Yeah. At least in the beginning, it was much more hard, much harder. So how did it start? Do something hard. Yes, sir. So I said, okay, I'm gonna do something hard. So I had been, I did a training day. I went to hang out with a buddy, and this was in the back of my mind. Hang out with a buddy. We did a training. We hung out. What are we doing? Oh, well, I just finished the workout. I'm gonna go to the gym. You know, I'm gonna do a little bit more training, but then I'm gonna do a cold plunge because that was me speaking it, right? Yep. He goes, oh, well, dude, I want to go do cold punch. I can't wait. I said, well, he's like, but I don't want to train. He's like, well, I was going to train. Then I was going to do the cold punch. He's like, no, no, cold punch is for sure going to be good. I'm like, all right, I guess we're doing it. We're going, going, going right for it. Going, going right for it. So, you know, we both, uh, we both, you know, showered up from our, our session, and then we met at the gym, and then we just went direct. We just went direct for it, but we, we didn't just go right to it. He said, let's do the sauna first. I'm like... So when we take my baseline body temperature and make it warmer and then get in the cold bunch, which is going to be colder because I've gotten warmer before I'm getting colder. I'm like, yeah, sure. Cool. I'm great. <laughs> this is perfect. So we did the sauna. We go over to the cold punch. The moment has arrived. And I'm trying to get as ready as possible. Like I'm taking a cold shower at this point. Like, yeah. It's like shower water cold because I know whatever this is, this is going <laughs> to be that. <laughs> it's not going to be what's it. And there's just people in there just like dialed in, just yeah. like locked in. And there's like a whole system of like what they're doing. Just, you know, then there's people there watching you. There's just like a, mount of, a lot of pressure by yes, the sir. pool. Oh, I think I was going first. I'm like, yeah, I'm not waiting. Like if anything, I'm getting in there. I'm going to set my own bar and then that's it. <laughs> so I get in this thing. I go like waist deep. I'm in to my waist. I'm like, I'm in the thing. That's a win because <laughs> I wasn't in this thing before. So I'm in the thing. And, you know, there's like the whole, like, you start with this and then get to that and really just lock in and then just make it to this point. And then I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, bro. So I just get in. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, cold. And it's the brain, the mind talk, right? And so when your mind was like, cold, 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 cold. No, 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 no. All right. Ta, 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 time. I bounce, right? What's my time? He goes, 20 seconds. Oh <laughs> he did 20 seconds, bro. And then he goes in, right? And it, it, you know, I, I think it had been a while for him. He gets in and he just kind of locks in, does this, does the deal. All right, time. It's like, dude, it's like two and a half minutes. Nice. You know, I mean, close. We're, like, we're close, right? We're <laughs> and so like taking that loss for me, that I had to find that I, for me, I was like, no, I have to be yeah. better. But I also said, if I do 30 seconds next time. Right. I've improved. <clears throat> So I took a couple days, um, went back to the gym, did more work, did some more studies. Like, okay, nah, I've got to a place where I do it before my workout. Yeah. You know. Oh wow. Which is interesting, right? Okay. Uh, it's like my pre-workout. Yeah. In a sense, right? So after the stretch, into the cold punch. At least that's what I'm doing right now. And because um, because after you work out, your muscles are doing their deal. You could reverse the f- impact of strength training. By doing that after. Doing the cold punch after. Oh wow. And so anyway, so then I go, so this is me versus me now. There's no crowd. There's people there, but there's nobody like, this isn't, I'm not hanging. Like, my goal is to beat 20 seconds. Yeah. I'm on my way to the cold punch. Won't you know it? Somebody else is there. It's like, hey, what's up, man? It's like, hey, what's up? He's like, I was like, yeah, I'm on my way to the cold punch. You're doing cold punch? Let's go do the cold punch. I said, not this again. <laughs> not this <laughs> not again. the pressure. Not this again. He's like, man, let's get in there. Let's do like six minutes. I'm like, when did we get, when did we go from two minutes to six minutes, bro? I'm just trying to beat 20 seconds right now. And I said, listen, man, I, I don't want to waste your, your time, your trip. 
I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get to like, and it took me 30 seconds in a minute for me is going to be great. Yeah. And by the way, last time I only got into my waist, the goal is to get submerged, yeah. to get full submerged. For sure. Submerged. Long story short, I won't belabor it. Over time, since I've been doing this uh, since then, you know, you know, the next time I went in, it was two minutes. The mm-hmm. next time I went in, it was over three minutes. And, you know, I'm above my chest and in the water now. And so now I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to, to go go hang out in the pledge. It's not scary anymore. Yeah. The, the bottom line is what was very scary, what was very challenging, what was very painful, um, I was it, it was able to become normal and not a lot of time. Yeah. You know, and uh, to the point where I look at the plunge, I'm like, yeah, that's easy. So, I mean, that's really a theme of our, what our whole mission is, right? When it comes to the marathon mindset. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's, it's so easy. I, I commend you for seeing a crowd of people that are doing it in a certain manner. But you see a crowd of people doing it at a certain standard. Mm-hmm. And immediately you say, well, I want to go to that standard. Like anybody would be, be influenced in that manner to go to a greater capacity than they're actually prepared for. Yeah. And honestly, potentially hurt themselves, yeah. right? Whatever they're doing. So what they've done or what you did in that moment was you humbled yourself to your journey. Yeah. Not the journey, not their journey, but to your specific yeah. journey. And you saw the marathon that you're in because it wasn't five-day consistency challenge. It was a 30-day challenge. Yeah. And where did you want to be? You wanted to be at the five-minute mark, whatever you're at now, yeah. by day 30. So essentially what you did there is a beautiful thing. So I commend you for it. And I'm sure it had many challenges and also a whole lot of added benefits. Beautiful. I, I love it. And now we find ourselves wrapping up this series of consistency. However, uh, we are leaning into this next series. And uh, I know you have an idea of what that will be. Mm-hmm. What are we stepping into as we go into a new month and a new series? Man, it's exciting. It's like, you know, it's like, what's the next one going to be, right? Yeah. It's finishing strong. Right is this next chapter and and I really I love that you know especially again like the development mastering your mornings power of consistency finishing strong so yeah. I'm really looking forward to how you're going to be leading this conversation and what does that look like right? right and ultimately like I said earlier time tells all things mm-hmm. and almost anyone <clears throat> can do something for 30 days and I think you even outlined earlier, it's like, hey, you want to burn a new neural pathway. Mm. We're looking at 66 days. We're looking at 21. You know, we're looking at a much longer amount of time where this is muscle memory for yeah. you. I think I had a buddy back in Jersey, and um, he started in COVID, but be, since then, he's developed such a phenomenal fitness routine and health routine, nutri- nutri- strength and nutrition routine. And talk about difficulty, right? He's a husband. He's a dad he's a business leader that often requires him to travel so you know so there's a lot that pulls at his days and multiple kids right like he's involved in his uh, local church and so everything gets in his way yeah he, he can make him an excuse he has no short list for excuses right and i had a conversation with him a couple weeks ago and i said hey man you're still doing that you're still doing that routine that when i went back home to visit he told me all about it i said you're still doing that he's like oh yeah that, that's muscle memory I don't, I don't even think about it i'm like yeah, That's he's, good. He's locked in. You know, it's a significant routine. He's doing strength training and basketball almost right. every morning. Right. And so it's very, very impressive. And they've figured out an agreement between him and his wife, you know, just really making it a part of their, their lifestyle. But it's not how you start. It is how you finish. He's been able to do this now for th- three years, four yeah. years, right? And so it's very, very impressive. The goal is hit 365 days. Of course. Life pulls up on you fast. And so the goal is to hit most days, right? And to have the highest percentage of 
like I completed today. Yep. Right. If you fall somewhere between 300, 365, that's understandable. Right. But the goals I want to hit every single day. But if you're doing that every year, if you're doing that every week, if you're doing that every month, you're doing like it stacks up. Yeah. I think finishing strong is I think that's what makes individuals stand out. Yeah. A lot of people can do a really cool thing for a short amount of time. Yeah. I think a lot of people can start. A lot of people can start. Very few people finish. You yeah. Know? I say this a lot. I say this almost every week. We should celebrate any time anyone finishes anything. I love that. It has to happen. Yeah. There's, there, there, and there's not a lot in our culture. Like there isn't a lot of endurance. Yeah. I'll do a hard thing until it's until it's hard. Right. I will do a hard thing until it's hard. That is such a way to encapsulate people's struggle with difficult things. Yeah. The thought. The perception of that difficult challenge, what it leads to and, and what it means to you that you got to done it, how it adds to your reputation, all it sounds great. Yeah. The point is, though, that hard things require a different level of internal strength, yeah. a different level of conquering your mind. When your mind is saying, go the other way, do you have the ability to change that and push through? Because no matter who you are on your success journey, no matter how far you've been, it does not change the fact that we all go through that battle right there in that moment. Yeah. It is getting difficult. It is getting heavy. It's getting long. It's getting hard. Yeah. It's demanding. It's taxing. And in that moment, we all have that choice. Whether you are Tony Robbins or whether you have just begun running for your first time, do I turn around or do I push through? Yeah. This podcast is merely the tools for that moment right yeah. there. Giving you all the tools to conquer that moment. But it is still your choice. Yeah. This is not a magic pill. This podcast does not necessarily you know, make you better for that moment. It makes you more prepared for that yeah. moment. It does yeah. not make you successful that you listen to this. Yeah. This is to help you become successful for that moment. Yeah. So the quote is, people like to do hard things until it gets hard. What's amazing about you is that you have essentially crafted your identity in saying, well, I, I like hard things. Yeah. You know, if, it, if it's hard, it's for me. Yeah. And I think that goes into our self-talk. When you are constantly cultivating that mindset, I think it says a whole lot about why your life bears such fruit. Because you get to those moments consistently, you choose hard things, knowing what they lead to, and you have done the work to say, I'm going to conquer it. I'm going to keep ranting on you for a sec. <laughs> even in that moment, right? I mean, even in the moments of, of uh, you know, applying what we've been talking about, applying what our whole company's mission is. But in the moment of the cold plunge, you said, well, everybody else is on their journey, but what's my journey yeah. on this marathon? And can I just get a little bit better? To me, that is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you did it the perfectly the first yeah, day or if you just made little minor yeah, steps. Yeah. My goal is to help people move forward. Yeah. I don't care about yeah. your pace. That's right. That's I don't. Right. That's right. So anything else stand out to you on this idea of finishing strong? Because I know for our industry, everything about our work, yeah. you know, I always look at it as our industry is almost like a hockey stick. Um, if you're not familiar with, with business lingo and kind of how we speak, it, the, the year is broken down into quarters, essentially three months, 12 months uh, total, but three months, you know, the first three are Q1, then Q2 is the next three, and then essentially Q3. Yeah. Uh, but the last three, for many businesses, it is a huge demand that later part of the year, people want to shop more, people want to invest more, people understand how much money they made throughout the year, so how much money they have left to pay. Yeah. Well, for our industry, taking on a coach or a consultant, um, this is usually the time of the year where people say, you know what, I want to finish strong. Sure. I want to finish strong. The year didn't go perfectly. Yeah. You know, there's a couple things you want to clean up. 
I want to really invest in myself and go deeper right now. Yeah. So this is the part of the year where people will essentially either finish strong or if they've already been doing well, now they're investing into us to come help them set up for the new year yep. to start strong as well. It's a beautiful thing. We were essentially speaking to this, this last leg of the journey and how it either applies to you as a business person or really just you saying, I want to close this year off as a better version of me yep. and whatever goal that is. As you step into this finishing strong moment or time, maybe just anything on your heart in terms of what are you trying to finish strong with? The significance of Q4. Yeah. So the significance of Q4, I think we're wired. Society's wired behaviorally. Unfortunately, everyone isn't Christmas Ara. If you had an organization full of Christmas Aras, you wouldn't need to tell them what day it was. You wouldn't need to tell them what the date is. You wouldn't have to tell them about PTO. They're going to manage themselves and they will maximize every single day. I appreciate it. Everyone isn't that. And so you have a lot of different things. For, a, let's say, a high-performing leader, you understand that Q4 is significant for your business. Yeah. There's a couple things you need to be thinking about. Number one, how do we do this year? Mm-hmm. How do we do? So you got, you're really looking at what has this year actually been and you understand like I've only got, what, 85 days left in, in the year. So there's a lot of things that are going on. That's one. Number two, you're thinking about your people. Mm. Depending on how you have too many people, you don't have enough people. Right. Some people, you know, are having some conversations at this time of the year and they're like, I don't know if this person's going to be here right. next year. So there's a retention challenge and it goes, well, what am I going to do in 2024? Now you also have to worry about vision casting. Yeah. During the holidays, there's no secret people will be spending more time alone or with people. Yeah. There's a lot going to be happening over the next 80 days. What happens? Well, when during the rest of the year, you have standard protocols, baked in holidays. But towards the end of the year, something really unique happens. People unplug from the matrix a yeah. little bit. Mm, mm, mm. You know what happens when they unplug from the matrix a little bit? Those, those Wednesday meetings, actually, I don't like those Wednesday meetings. You know what? They changed my boss back in September and I'm just now thinking I don't have my one my one-on-ones aren't what they used to be yeah you know what they changed the quota requirements and the bonus structure I don't know if it's as attractive as what I signed up for yeah you know what happens then you know they, they have more time to think about it yeah then they go with their family and their friends and there's more happy hours there's more friends givings there's more christmas whatever the situation is there's they're taking the trip they never took yeah and so how significant is q4 man it can imp- it will impact your entire business your entire culture and your entire staff and so what does a good leader do well number one a good leader doesn't wait till the fourth quarter right that's number one absolutely number two you get ahead of all of it yeah you understand that everyone ain't Christmas Aura. You gotta start preparing. Like this is strategically, strategic leadership. I need to be able to cast a vision. I need to celebrate the wins of this year. I need to have meaningful time with all of my people, not just the best people, not just the people that are the easiest to be with. I need to have a real conversation with my internal leadership team. Yeah. What are what's our budget? What do our numbers look like? Who do we want to keep with us? What are the gaps? How are we going to fill them? Is it going to be with current people? Is it going to be with new people? Do we need to do some training? Do we yeah. need to upskill some people to fill, to fill in those gaps, right? Because maybe we got capacity here. We just need to do some training. Well, one, we can help with training. We can help with organizing. We can help with vision casting. We can help with value proposition. We can help with designing. What does the next 13, 14 months look like? This is such an important part of the year. 
And if you're not going into it organized, you're going to drop the ball. How am I going into it with my teams? I'm already thinking about what's our theme for the year. Yeah. How we're going to celebrate the wins that we outlined at the beginning of the year, things that we said that we we're going to do and how we did it, what we're going to be doing for next year and how that will be, how that'll be different. I'm going to get some insight from yeah. my team. Well, what would you like to see? The goal is to, to, to communicate growth. Can't do this without you. Right. Right. Make sure everybody feels seen, heard. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. So I think the, the addressing the gaps, yeah. right? Addressing the gaps. If you are wanting to finish strong, I think one of the biggest things you have to address are, well, what are the things that are preventing you from finishing strong? Yeah. We are having a conversation, well, I was having a conversation with my wife yesterday, and we were talking about some of her gaps for just this week yeah. and talking about some of my gaps for my week here. Mm-hmm. And I think just very small and practical, I think this past week, you guys have heard my love for the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. <laughs> and um, one thing that I'm addressing right now is that I've been a little too caught up in the news and the, uh, the, the podcast of the Miami Dolphins. But anybody talking about the Dolphins, I want to hear your perspective. You're, like, you're in it like that, huh? I can't. If I don't guard my mind, I will. Wow. Yeah, I have a, I have a very passionate. I, I don't like to use the word obsessive. <laughs> I have a very passionate mind. So whatever I. Uh, Someone says dolphins, into, you like lock in. Hey. Someone says dolphins, you don't think about the animal. You think about the football. Team. I think about the football. I think about Tua. <laughs> hey, how, how's he doing? How's he doing? Um, no, yeah. So I, uh, I'm guarding my mind <laughs> right so now. That's so funny. That's so funny. So I'm uh, guarding my mind right now by two things that I think are some of my gaps for this. Uh, you know, just this week alone is watching out with the scrolling, not getting too caught up in scrolling period and really just addressing that now that I want to post consistently for the business and mm-hmm. and, and essentially you know I can get a little too focused on Instagram altogether so it's yeah. easier to fall into that temptation so addressing those things so what am I saying hey you've got some gaps that are preventing you yeah. from yeah. achieving whatever your Q4 and by, Q4 by the way started in October mm-hmm. and it's going to end December 31st so what is Q4 um, and what does this finishing strong thing look like for you? Well, I think step one is to address your gaps. What are the gaps that are preventing you from finishing strong, whatever your end goal is? I think, two, towards the end of the year, I think we sometimes can forget the fundamentals mm-hmm. and we can start to neglect the fundamentals. I think sometimes we can almost get a little too arrogant in the process um, that we can forget what got us there in the first place. What do I mean? Let's say, keep it very simple. Uh, maybe you're getting stronger. And hey, once before, I used to jog and do warm-ups before I exercised. Yeah, I remember that. Well, now I'm essentially not jogging anymore. I'm just going right into my exercise. So what am I doing? I am now creating a a greater probability of me being injured in that workout. So I'm neglecting the fundamentals, the thing that got me to have a foundation. Another thing that, that can be a fundamental that we don't want to uh, get away from, scheduling, right? So Saturday mornings, I've always scheduled. And I've always scheduled my week and made sure everything's perfect. Now, these last couple weeks, I've been getting very intentional on that. However, the demand of Q4, the demand of all things, I can start to push things to the side, be a little too in the rush or in a rush. And I was neglecting that. So that's a fundamental that I'm now conquering and making sure that I'm getting back into. What am I saying? You have fundamentals that have gotten you to this place in life, and now is not the time to start neglecting them. Now is not the time to start allowing your outside circumstances to start dictating your internal decisions. Yeah. Don't Sorry, allow yeah. your outside circumstances, the outside demands, the outside expectations from your kid, your teams, your friends, yeah. your job, whatever it is, to start dictating your internal decisions. Make sure you are locking in on yeah, what you apply to create your fundamentals. Um, I think uh, something that I very much want to lean into as well, and you said it, 
a word celebration. So I'm very big on end of the journey celebrations. End of the journey. Like you guys know, I end my week celebrating. Now, I am starting to realize that that is not quite enough. As the demand gets higher, I am now learning and realizing that the celebration needs to get higher as well. Burgers and beers ain't cutting it. <laughs> Burgers and beers just ain't enough. So, what Two am I burgers. <laughs> Double with cheese. Um, so Vegan what, burgers. Yeah, always. Yeah, always, yeah, always. Yeah. So what am I saying? I always have a trip planned for January 1. So January 1, my clients know from January 1 to about the 10th, sometimes the 14th, you're not going to hear from me, right? Now, that's always been a beautiful thing that says, all right, cool, I'm going to push through. I'm going to grind all throughout um, Q4, and then January 1, I'm going to take a trip and go enjoy. Not only do I do that, but I celebrate on Saturdays. And I am now realizing as the demand gets so much higher, I am wondering why I'm so much more fatigued. Mm. Well, I got my trip planned January 1. It's going to be amazing. Italy's coming up. I got my Saturday coming up. Why am I so tired? Why am I waking up so tired? Why am I feeling so fatigued? And I'm realizing that, oh my goodness, I, who knew? <laughs> when did I ever think I'd be saying this? I need more fun in my life. I was wondering, I was talking to my own coach and saying like, what am I, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. And we essentially are addressing a different schedule where it's like, all right, you're going to grind through Monday and Tuesday. You're going to really conquer those days. And then Wednesday, midday, you're going to call it a little bit early and you're going to go celebrate. You're going to go enjoy the grind that you just had Monday, Tuesday. Go enjoy yourself Wednesday. And I'll tell you guys a little bit more about that. And then what does that mean now? So, okay, you're going to go grind Thursday and you're going to grind Friday. But what does that mean on Friday? I'm going to go do something that's going to be a little bit fun. I'm going to end my day with a lunch. Well, not end my day, but I'm going to have a lunch blocked off with somebody that I respect. I, I enjoy that. So... I'm now creating more fun in my life. Now, if you guys have heard, well, in the past episode, what did I talk about? There's two different types of people. People that are, are needing a push in life and the people that are needing to pull back in life. I'm a pull back person. Hmm. Joshua Paul is a pull back person. Hmm. What are we saying? Hey, you can ease it a bit back a little bit further and still be doing really well. Hmm. There are two types of people that have two different problems. One, that are not going hard enough. We need to push them and get them further along at a quicker pace. And then some people that you're going at a pace that is unsustainable. I am that person that is can at times be creating an unsustainable path. So what are we doing? We're pulling me back a little bit so that I can keep going further. Pulling me back so I can keep going further. It's about sustainability. So celebrate a bit more. Have a bit more fun. I'm addressing that myself. And then last, what I will say uh, in terms of this finishing strong, we're going to go deeper on all these concepts throughout this series. Seek God. Seek God first. Why? When you're on your marathon here in a couple months, and you're on that last leg, and your body is hurting, your knee is all of a sudden starting to speak to you a little bit and saying, <laughs> maybe we could have used another month here. <laughs> What's the one thing that's going to get you through? Your strength yeah. is going to be determined. It's going to be absolutely uh, you know, tested. However, you're going to need a strength that's greater than you. Mm -hmm. You're going to need to know that God's strength is what you are falling back upon that's going to get you through it. Yeah. And knowing you, I can already imagine praying to yourself in your head while you're running and essentially saying, God, get me through this. Mm -hmm. I think we all need that. In Q4... Whatever your challenge is, maybe it isn't demanding yet, or maybe it's coming once we get deeper in this series, 
but you're going to have to seek God first. You're going to have to make sure that the foundation that you are building upon is truly a stable and reliable one. And there is no greater foundation that you can build upon than God. God's strength is infinite. God's love for you is infinite. So essentially, we want to make sure we're building upon good soil, good ground. So that foundation needs to be absolutely built. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Seek first. Matthew 6.33. Gotta love him. Seek first the kingdom of God and have all these things added to you. I'm going to continuously be seeking his strength as my capacity is being challenged on a daily basis. And what's amazing, I feel like I'm going deeper and deeper. Yeah. Like I'm, I feel like God's like developing me in a, yeah, of course. in a different version of myself right now that I feel really of proud of. of. All right, so those are some of the keys that we're going to be digging deep into. And you all know me. I can start getting on a rant very quickly <laughs> about things I'm passionate on. Um, last thing I will, will let you guys know and, and leave you all off with today is the power of your community. So our pastor yesterday, today's Monday, we were talking to him on, on a Sunday. Uh, essentially, he was talking about, you know, your life is the culmination of the five closest people to you. You've heard that quote before. But I think you really got to take that seriously. Your life, your next two years here, will be the culmination of the five closest people to you. I cannot tell you all how blessed I am, how honored I am, how better my week will go, much less my day will go, because I got to sit here with Joshua Paul, somebody I truly admire, somebody I see in many aspects of my life as a big brother, somebody I'm always leaning into to say, hey, give me a little bit more of your wisdom, please, I could use it. My community, I am making sure, is a strong one. And you want to have one as well. When I said I have this lunch planned on Friday, there's always with a man that I admire. Some man that is doing greater than me in life in some area. That's great. I have mentors. I have big brothers. I have teachers. Whatever you want to call them. I have people that I know can show me how to be a better husband. People that can show me how to steward my money better. People that can show me how to live more happily. People that are absolutely fearless in life and that I wish, not I wish, (laughs) I am molding my confidence to be at the level of this man's. (laughs) So you want to have that community be strong because, again, you want to seek God for your strength. But you also want to seek your community to help you carry yourself through. So Q4 is upon us. Finishing strong is upon us. I challenge you all to start to dig deeper into who are you doing this life with. Allow that sharpening to start happening each and every day. Make time for them. Make time for yourself. And I'm so excited uh, to get started with you all on this series of Finishing Strong. And we've got a couple more days here to make sure that the power of consistency feels like a beautiful celebration when you cross the finish line. So we're at day 27. you got three more days. <laughs> Conquer yourself for the next few more days. But Joshua Paul, I feel like... Once a month isn't enough. I need you here every day. All right, let's see how I can start negotiating. These 3 a.m. wake up calls, man, they're wild. They are wild. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm so grateful you're here, bro. And I'm I don't say that uh, in a nonchalant way. No, I, mean, I look, I, I'm happy to be here. I think it's, it's, it's time well spent. Yeah. You know, I think about the return on investment with being here to spend time with Chris Mazzara. The math, maths. For yeah. Me. Yeah. You know, this is a valuable time, valuable friendship, um, and makes me better. So, happy to be here. Absolutely. Uh, if you want, I can do 10 more minutes of talking about you, but I'll... I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> please don't. Please don't. I'll spare the, uh, the audience. Um, well, guys, I love you all. 
Till next time, my 4AM family, enjoy your day. Hey everyone, this is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4AM Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.